In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, on this glorious, beautiful Easter morning, you know what has been said and has been done throughout all of Judea, beginning at Galilee. You know. You know Christmas hymns. You know how to put on your Easter bonnet. You've heard. The question now lies before every heart who has heard, will they testify? Will they witness? Will they stand to preach and confess that he is the judge of the living and the dead because he, Jesus Christ, has taken all human life unto himself and did not simply resuscitate, but did resurrect, conquering all things, even death. And so on this Easter Sunday, I wish to preach to you a simple key to the confession of that truth. In the Mass, we enter into, in a very real way, the life of Christ. When we go to the altar, this altar which is partly wood, like a table, and on the top is made of solid stone, an altar of sacrifice. We bring the unleavened bread and the grape wine. We obey the command of Christ. The priest says, this is my body, this is my blood. We are at the Last Supper. And then the host and the chalice are raised up. And we remind that the Lord Jesus said, when I am lifted up from the earth, I shall draw all people to myself. And from there, we make our prayers as a loving and humble church. There, in a sense, at the crucifixion and the tomb kneeling down in humility, uniting our hearts in prayer for the church, for the world, for our brothers and sisters, for ourselves. And then the priest takes the chalice and the host, and he raises them up, and he chants the glory of the Trinity, and we say, Amen. We're in that moment where we are, as it were, at the empty tomb, acknowledging the glorious resurrection, and immediately after we do that, we stand and cry out, as redeemed sons and daughters of God, redeemed by the blood and the resurrection of Christ, we are no longer slaves, but sons and daughters who cry out, Our Father, hallowed at that empty tomb, if you will. And then the priest does this unique thing. He looks at our Lord on the altar and begs for peace, and then he stares out at the congregation and says, Peace be with you. This moment is a tremendous icon and a confession in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That I wish you kindly peace, you might take better or worse. You might say, what a nice man. I like Father Eric. He's great. I receive his wish of peace. That's very nice. I feel good. He's got a good haircut. He must know what's going on. All right. Or you might say, who's this schmuck? I never met him before in my life. What does it matter what he says? Because then the priest will say, offer to one another the sign of peace. And it is broadly interpreted as a fraternal gesture. And of course, the gesture should be fraternal and friendly. All right. Your wish of peace should not be 
backhanding your husband for the thing that he did last night that annoyed you. Here's peace for you, Buster, all right? All right, or bopping your, your kid on the top of the head. Here's peace for not putting your socks in the hamper, right? No. So obviously, it should be a fraternal gesture. But I fear sometimes that it has been reduced to merely a fraternal gesture when what it is meant to be is what the priest gives from the altar. What does Jesus Christ say on that first evening when he is gathered with all his disciples? He appears and he says to them, Peace be with you. And so on this Easter Sunday, every Sunday when you come to Mass, you have that opportunity. When you give that sign, what you are really doing is saying to your neighbor, I confess faith in the resurrected Christ, and I wish you the peace and the power that comes from the resurrection. I confess Christ has taken all my sin to the cross, gloriously rose, gave power to the spiritual life, and that peace I give to you. It's a little long to say. And so if you say all that, it'll take a while, right? But that's what you mean when you say, peace be with you. You know, I look forward to the day in the Christian church that when we give the sign of peace, we can embrace shoulders and kiss on the cheek like brothers and sisters. Now, again, we don't know each other in church maybe that, that well, all right? Kisses on the lips are for moms and dads. Kisses on the cheeks are for brothers and sisters who wish to confess one to another. Because when you're, who knows what the person next to you, maybe they're having a rough day. Maybe they're having a great day. Maybe they're just alive in faith in Christ Jesus. Maybe they're struggling with faith in Christ Jesus. Maybe their old man drug them here. They don't know why they have to listen to Father Eric prattle on again. All right? Uh, whatever. But in that moment, again, I'm not going to correct anyone for saying good morning or hello or whatever. I'm not going to come down in the pew and bop you. But I want to encourage you. Make that expression. Peace be with you. Peace be with you. Fraternal in charity and confess in your heart. Because again, you might say, who is the schmuck next to me in the pew? All right? I don't know them from Adam. Or, wow, she's super good looking, but I shouldn't think that in church. Oh my gosh. All right? Whatever it is, turn to that as your brother and sister and say, my life is hid in, God, in Christ in God. And in that, I express to you the peace of the resurrection. You enliven your own faith so that when you come forward to the altar, you come forward to make union with our Lord, again, you do so as we do so. In that peace, in that power, in Christ who is resurrected, who has defeated all things. And so we think of what is below. And we are with deep faith proud to love our Lord, be near His life, and convey to one another at every opportunity the peace and the power of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.